Where you going? No, man. You got the right classroom. Come on in, take a seat beside me, my friend. You see that coming in Rumble? Hey, no. look. Here come T.A. Charlie. Let's see what he got to say. Huh. Well, uh, it it's Monday morning. And you know what that means. That anyway. means Tolacost is here to see Taylor Swift. <laughs> I've been watching your Facebook feed there, Tolacost. Tol- Tolacost. I think you're way too enamored with that girl. You can yeah, do yeah, better. Yeah, yeah. She's kind of plain Jane, man. Come on. <laughs> anyway, you're watching The Road to Concord with Professor Joe Bakanovic. Homeroom is on Rumble. You just go to Rumble and you search the channels for The Road to Concord. It's one word. When you find it, you go ahead and you click follow. It might mean you got to set up an account, but it's fast, it's easy, it's free. I did it. You can do it. Uh, for those technologically challenged members of the class, you can also catch us in Facebook, Twitch, TwitX, whatever Twitix. they call it now. Um, sometimes YouTube, but not today because, oh, boy. Oh, no, boy. No, no, uh, no. Then you can catch a podcast after the show. It's uploaded to Podbean, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And a bit shoot when we are shooting to YouTube, but that ain't today. Uh, you can go to the blog page. That's roadtoconcord.com. That's where you'll find all your show notes, study notes. and We got a few of those class. for you today. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Finally, you can email a professor at joe at the road to concord.com. He's slow as usual, but he will eventually get, in, get around to emailing you back. A tortoise is running my family. <laughs> That's true. Uh, phones are on today, but only for registered numbers. If you wish to call in and our regular classmate, you may request phone access to an email and I'll think about it. Uh, if you find our classes helpful, please click the thumbs up, like, subscribe, and share it with those you think could benefit from it. Do warn them, though, that Joe is an acquired taste. <laughs> yes. <The> tortoise. <laughs> so what was that comment? I said, tortoise is running my family. Well, they just don't actually, run very fast. Yeah, they just don't run very fast. <laughs> I think you insulted him. <laughs> He'll get over it. Been doing that since he, I tried to name him Serving Spoon. Oh my! This this show is listener sponsored because we couldn't get an advertiser from this intro. That nobody would give us any business advertising. Although apparently Rumble is yeah. It, Putting, yes. putting ads on the live feed now. Which actually is a good thing, folks. That, that, that's good. That means uh, it, that we're getting some traction. Yes, annoying guess, to you, so. but when we first started out, Rumble only put up like 46% of our shows yeah, monetized. Yeah, they them. They're monetizing, monetizing all of them now, which yeah. means that in spite of the best efforts, we're getting a little bit of, I guess our tractor got some traction. Yeah, yeah, we're getting there. So. Anyhow. Anyway, any, yeah. with that said... We do ask for your participation on a value-for-value basis. If you find our show of value to you, then you provide an equivalent portion of your labor and treasure through the donut link on the Road to Concord blog page. Donuts! On Rumble and in the comments on the other streams. And thanks to all of you who do support the show. Oh, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, we all know T.A. Charlie is And there's the tortoise. Now, just stay seated and give it a chance. You soon realize we not might be the smartest, but we each independently form opinions based on reason and logic. We're free thinkers. Let's see what the road to Concord with Professor Joe Bakanovic has on the lesson plan for today. Hey, Charlie. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> folks, I'm serious, man. <laughs> if you can't see the chalkboard, it just says, you know, it's, it's, what's his name? Buzz Lightyear talking to Woody from Toy Story. It's just stupid people, stupid people everywhere. Yeah, I know I'm not supposed to talk like that. Yet. Yes. Accurate. Yes, I know. But the problem is this. I see stupid people and they're everywhere and they don't know they're stupid. They're not supposed to be talking like that. That's, this is that's this is bad for my witness. <laughs> well, if you think that's a good start. <laughs> All right, boys and girls, let's get going. It's Manic Monday. So right into it today, right? Uh, America under attack from within. In the headlines. Everywhere nowadays. Yabers. Mm-hmm. Yeah-huh. I want to start with a quote from one of my boys, Mr. James Madison. He declared that concentrated wealth would destroy our nation unless the laws changed. He said that the day will come when our republic will be an impossibility because wealth will be concentrated in the hands of a few. When that day comes, we must rely upon the wisdom of the best elements in the country to readjust the laws of the nations. President James Madison. Problem with that is, by the time the wealth is concentrated in the hands of the few, it's too late to do anything with the laws. So bring in uh, my man, TJ. How did we get to the point where wealth was concentrated into the hands of the few? Well, TJ tried to tell us, but nobody wanted to listen. Thomas Jefferson said, when we get piled upon one another in large cities, as in Europe, we shall become as corrupt as Europe. And we did as a people which then leads us to this one. He says, I believe that because the people became corrupt, this was allowed. He said, I believe that banking institutions are more dangerous to our liberties than standing armies. Already they have raised up a moneyed aristocracy that has set the government at defiance. This issuing power of money, that is, should be taken away from the banks and restored to the people to whom it properly belongs. Well, that's the Federal Reserve, boys and girls. And finally, Mr. Jefferson said, I hope we shall take warning from the example and crush it in its birth of the aristocracy of our moneyed corporations, which dare already to challenge our government to a trial of strength and bid defiance to the laws of our country. Uh, Mr. Jefferson saying we shouldn't allow all these big corporations that we've allowed because the people became corrupt. We allowed the bankers and the corporations to infiltrate our system. They're too big to fail, so we've got to bail them out. Yes, exactly. Because, you know, so what is this done? Well, you're going to go to our show notes here today. And when I show this to you, you're going to see that we've just got a few. Just, 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 uh, yeah, just a few to get through today. Okay. Not a big deal, right? So, okay. Go to roadtoconcord.com. If you're looking on Google, you will not find it. They've buried it like 50 pages down. And it's amazing because I own the URL. I should be the very first thing you get if you had a real search engine at your Anyway, anyhow, just mess on that. Just trivial thing there. This You've seen this story. I shared it with, once before with you, but from a different source. This is from Just the News. And it is them versus us divide amongst elites and the rest of the country widening ahead of the 2024 election from Rasmussen. A report on the fighting posits that the... Uh, that in a, the elite group of Americans with extraordinary political and societal power have views and attitudes that are widely out of touch with the American people. Now, I have told you that our elite see themselves as a self-appointed elite, an intelligentsia, and smarter than us, and thereby moral duty to protect us and save us from ourselves, you know, to become 
saviors, right? And we just read the founding fathers talking about when money is piled up upon in, in the cities with the banks and everything, that that's when we'll be done asunder. Well, just I want to read one little paragraph from this story. It says, uh, the poll defined elites as, quote, those having a postgraduate degree, a house, meaning they went through Woodrow Wilson's Ivy League schools most of the time, a postgraduate degree, a household income of more than $150,000 annually, and living in a zip code with more than 10,000 people per square mile, approximately 1% of the total U.S. population meets these criteria. So why would that be elite? Because 1% of the population meets that criteria. Oh, cool. Charlie, I just got a solution. We have a food crisis in the world. Let's just eat that 1% of the population, eat the rich, and I think we'll be able to do without them. So our elite problem will be solved. And Davos doesn't have to fly everybody over there in the big, you know, greenhouse generating jets every year. They'll all be eaten. And that'll solve our bug problem. Now we won't have to eat bugs because we'll just eat the rich. Yeah, but humans are unclean. Yeah, they might be unclean, but I mean, come on. You know, soiling green is people. <sighs> if you think I'm in a mood, <laughs> you haven't seen anything yet. We're going to get to that mood part. All right. So we have an elite in this country. This is, I, I guess it's my opinion, right? But unfortunately, there's a lot of people who have that opinion. And what has this elite been doing with us? Well, for one thing, this. You and I get oral bottle bodily cavity searches to get on an airplane nowadays, but I can yeah, just come across the border and happy rainbows and unicorns carrying my nuclear weapon in my jihadi, you know, ideas with me. And and they have. And, and well, you know, Biden said we couldn't close down the border. Yeah, yes, you can. I know exactly how to close down the border. That's easy to do. And I, you know, like, like, well, we can't do anything with the illegals once they're here. You, this is impossible to get rid of them all. No, it isn't. It's very easy to get rid of them. Just make it impossible for them to find anywhere to live or anything to eat. They'll go home all on their own. Joe, that's draconian. That's called a nation. The elite are the ones attacking this nation. Yes. And that is beyond anybody who wants to argue that. If you're going to argue with me that it isn't, is not the elite that are attacking this country and want to destroy it, well, then guess what? You're one of the ones I see. Congratulations. You don't even know how stupid you are. And yes, I'm being ugly with the language today because what we're about to get into hacks me off. All right. The invasion of this country. Illegal. They're not immigrants. They are illegal aliens. It's what they were called when I was a kid. It's what they still are. Aliens. Form, form and function. Yeah, aliens. Form and function defined. These are alien as in they are non-United States citizens, non-Americans, and they are here illegally. They're not immigrants. An immigrant means you're coming to stay. An immigrant implies that you've done it legally. These are illegal immigrant is an oxymoron. And we're going to talk about that more tomorrow. Form and function. We're going to talk about that tomorrow. But let me ask you something. Who paid for those shirts and those produced signs? 
This is a picture of some of the people, you know, Mr. Biden, please let us in. Who paid for that? And now they're poor and they're starving and they just want a better life. Excuse me if I'm going to be a little impolitic about this, but they look an awful lot like regular, uh, you know, fattened up Americans for a bunch of poor starving people. So somewhere along the line, they're eating well. And they're dressed fairly well here, too. They all have nice, clean, bright, new white shirts on. I thought they're poor. I thought they're destitute. I thought they're in dire straits. Put that aside. Who funded this? I'm not kidding about that, man. I really want to know that because, look, folks, this is from Breitbart. Uh, Let's see. It's uh, 27 January 2024. The title is Joe Biden's parole pipeline freed 745,000 foreign nationals into the U.S. in 2023, exceeding two months of the American births. I don't care about that part of the story. The part I want to do right here, uh, here it is. Biden's parole pipeline, which makes up just a portion of his catch and release network at the southern border, includes the migrant mobile app known as CBP-1 and so-called humanitarian parole. The app helps you find out how to get into the country, not not legally, folks, how to get into the country illegally from Mexico and what to do once you're here. The United States government has designed an app to help import illegals. That's a violation of U.S. law, and yet the United States government is violating the law that it has been charged to uphold. Remember what I told you, the United States government is illegitimate. This is one of the many signs. The next story, this is from Gateway Pundit, but you can find it wherever you want. This is a Biden border crisis, a record 302,034 illegal aliens encountered at the southern border in December, December of 2023. This is from January 26, 2024. 302,000 people in December. Okay. I don't think we quite have an idea of what type of numbers we're talking about. Allow me to put this into proper, um, a proper framework for you. D-Day, World War II, when we invaded Europe, we only landed 156,000 troops that day on D-Day. 156,000 on D-Day. Twice as many illegal aliens coming across the border in December. We had enough to invade Europe against Hitler's Germany. We've got twice as many coming in in the month of December. Most of them military-aged males. Let's let's keep putting this into perspective, folks. This is the the deaths in World War II. This this was 302,000. You know what? Hold on. We've got to continue with this story. That's 302,000 in December. Let's look at some other numbers here real quick. This is from PR Newswire. Fair, quote-unquote, fair analysis. 4.9 million illegal aliens have crossed our border since President Biden took office. Mm, That is a very low number. That's the low number. That's why they call it fair. That's 4.9 million in three and a half, three years? Three years. Million. We also have the report of the uh, Biden administration has spent $20 billion on refugee resettlement in just two years. 
$20 billion in two years to help resettle. Where's it? How, what, Charlie, what's the VA's budget for VA benefits? Uh, yeah, I don't think it's that big. Yeah. So we're putting foreigners ahead of American war veterans. Uh, and to America, to Americas, one for U.S. citizens. It's heavily regulated and monitored. The other for illegals. They're free to do whatever the heck they want. Also from the Gateway Pundit. Folks, who's funding all of this? I'm not, I'm not, they're not rhetorical questions. This is serious. I want to know. Michelle Malkin even wrote a book on this. Oh boy. Buckle up, buttercup, when you read that one. When you see, this is uh, Michelle Malkin. It's this caution, Open Borders, Inc. Who's funding America's destruction? And this is an invasion. This is this is a picture that came out this weekend or one of the stories. This is a boat that came up to our shores, hit the beach, and 17 people piled out. Uh, folks, whoops, not that way, this way. Here we go. These are Marines in San Onofre practicing an invasion. Uh, there's two more people in each boat than there were here. And to me, man, those, those pictures, yep. So our legals are hitting the beach. This is an invasion. It sure as heck is. So in World War II, 156,000 people hit the beach in in Normandy, D-Day. Okay, we've got 4.9 million in two three years. Okay, let let's look at something here. Total military deaths for Germany in World War One, 3.25 million. Okay, Japan in World War One, China, whatever. You go over to World War II. Let's let's look look at something else. How about World War II casualties? Uh, okay, so total deaths. This is total deaths of the, each country as a percentage and numbers and everything. Where what do we got here? Uh, we're looking for 4.9 million. Okay, well, that's almost as many people that died in Poland. And this is total deaths. This isn't just combat. This is the people who died in the civilian world as well. So that's a good part of, part of the Holocaust. So Poland was 6 million in six years of World War II or five years, whichever. And we've had 4.9 in three invade this country. And that number was done before the December figures were done. You know, that was, this is crazy, man. These numbers are hard. The United States only lost 405,000 people dead in World War II. In World War II, 405,000 deaths because of the war. We had almost that many people, illegal aliens into this country in December of last year, last December, just a month ago. Almost that, you know, 75,000 less. That's that's all we're missing. Look at the numbers here, folks. All Americans that have ever died in any major war since the revolution. It, 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 doesn't, it doesn't add up. The numbers are staggering. You know what it is? The invasion in this country almost equals the abortion rate before they ended Roe v. Wade. Y'all understand? Just how many people that is? It's this is an invasion, and it's being allowed. They're allowing it. They're facilitating it. They're funding it. This is nuts. And by the way, these are better numbers. This is look at the figures here. Okay, look at the years. 
In 2003, the U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Service estimated 7 million illegal immigrants in the country total at that point. In 2000, the U.S. Census Bureau said it was 8.7 million. Those are two both government agencies. Why are they 1.7 million apart? Then the Pew Hispanic Center in March 2006 said you have 11.5 to 12 million. U.S. Border Patrol Union, the Union in Tucson, Arizona, Today, present, says 12 to 15 million. Bear Stearns Asset Management, I'll go with them, in 2005 said 20 million. I'd like to know how much it really is, folks. This number is from 2012. In 2012, this was the percentage of illegal aliens in the United States. And notice that mostly Nevada, Arizona, California, Texas, and Florida. Hey, uh, help me out, anybody here. Did any of those states involved in any election shenanigans in the last two or three election cycles? How about every one of them? I wonder why. Well, you'll see. That's that's part of the elite's plan. And then here's the undocumented immigrants. It's not an undocumented. The illegal alien. In 2014, this is the percentage of the workforce. In 2014. This has probably doubled since then. And then here's the cost by state, okay? The cost for federal government and all this other stuff. I don't remember what the year on this one is, but this is this is about 10 years old too. This is astronomical. So who's funding this? You are. You're funding the invasion through their taxes because we keep electing these people. How... We'll get back to that one. All right, so we're bringing in the illegals, mostly military-aged single men. That's an army. That that form and function, we'll talk about this tomorrow, but form and function, that's an invasion. That is an invasion. And I'm not the only one that thinks this way. But look at the type of people we're bringing in, too. Oh, poor and destitute just want a new life. No, 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 no. No, these people are not assimilating. They're coming here for the free be- free good- goodies. You ever seen the signs, don't feed the bears, you'll make them dependent? Down here where we live in Florida and Panama City Beach area, we're not allowed to feed the dolphins because you make them dependent and they get really aggressive. Well, in South Africa, there was a a while back, a couple decades ago, there was a park that they had real problems with the baboons tearing into people's cars and ripping the doors apart and breaking the windows and getting in and just stealing things out of the cars and hurting people in the process. What had happened is the people were feeding the baboons for so long, then the parks told them, look, you got to quit. The baboons got aggressive. And if you've never been around these primates, they're a lot stronger than humans are pound for pound. They're incredibly strong. A chimpanzee can hurt a full-grown man, hurt him bad. So these these baboons were causing serious, one of them ripped the person's face off one time because the person didn't want to let go of their purse. Well, this is what we have. If you are going to just let everybody in and give them whatever they need or want, they're going to come. Now, I'm not calling them animals or baboons. Don't just stop. I'm saying if you're going to act like human animals, then you're going to get human animalistic type behavior. And the powers that be know this. This is why they're bringing these people in. They want to replace Americans with people they think are going to be easier to rule over. 
They just want the, the, all they care about is the labor, cheap labor, so they can live rich. You go back to that first story, you'll find out the rich are getting richer, the poor are getting even poorer. And they think there's nothing wrong with that. Well, of course not. They're rich. Let's go back to the stories. Let's see what other type of people they're importing. We've already seen this one from last week. This is Gateway Pundit again. Is Malugan. This is Africa illegals at border carrying instructions to get to Philly Center. Who handed that out? It, who's organizing the movements for these folks? Who's bringing them over? Who's paying for these people to come here? And I'm not asking a rhetorical question. I'd love to know this answer because these people aren't. The people that are coming here, they're illiterate and without skill set. How did they buy the? How did they come up with the money to buy that airline ticket to Mexico and then take care of themselves until they got here? And these folks are not dressed in rags. They're fairly well kept. They're they're taken care of. I don't see poverty here per se. And what else do we have? Um, the next one. Um, we've got this one. Illegal alien threatens independent journalist after he was asked where he was from. He said, you find out who I am very soon. A dude right there in the middle. Okay, well, you're going to see him in a minute. But this is a threat against a reporter. And it says, watch, Iranian illegal immigrant. This is a different guy. A former Islamist warns Ben Bakurum of Islamic terrorist coming across the southern border and says Islamists will come here, get the guns, get the C4 detonation, and kill people. Did anybody see the story over the weekend of the fact that they found an RPG somewhere here in the United States in somebody's house? A live RPG round. This is a rocket-propelled grenade. It's an anti-tank weapon. It can kill you if you're in any type of... This is what they use to shoot down the helicopters in Black Hawk Down. It's a dangerous weapon. Now, if there's a launcher around here somewhere, you can take out an armored car now or a chopper or a armored building, a reinforced building. These, these, And we've got these weapons floating around? That's a Russian-made weapon. How'd that get here in the States? Eh, nothing to worry about, nothing to see here. Y'all just keep on moving along. And then we have here, Gateway Pundit as well, terror threat made. Are terrorists being let in? Who are they? And this one here, it just says Biden's terrorist is here. That's the guy right there in the center of the picture. That's the guy who threatened the reporter. And it says, uh, video has surfaced of a man making threats against the United States. It's taken along the open southern border of the United States. This man in the video appears to be an Islamist uh, chastising independent journalists on the ground, not being smart enough to know who I am. Well, we know who he is. And uh, what's his name here? Samadov or Samadov. January 20th, 2011, he was charged with preparing a crime, Article 28 ACC, preparing terrorism committed on preliminary arrangement by a group of persons, by organized group of criminal community organizations, Article 214.21 ACC, preparing terrorism committed with application of firearms as subjects used as a weapon, Article 214.2.3 ACC, illegal purchasing, transferring, selling, storing, transitioning, and carrying, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. He's a terrorist. And we let him go. Thank you, Joe Biden. That's intentional. They're allowed into the country on purpose. Why? Why? Well, here's another story. This is from the Epoch Times. 
retired FBI officials to Congress, soft invasion of America unfolding at border. It says 10 retired FBI executives. And notice that's the only place you'll find a good FBI agent. They're retired or they quit. They're no longer in the FBI. Because if you're in the FBI right now, you knowingly and willingly work for a corrupt organization. What's that make you? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't want to call everybody in the FBI corrupt, but I have a hard time. I'm sorry, man. It gets back to my argument, argument about no good Nazis. So, well, how do I serve the people? You can find other places where you're not in law enforcement, where you're not tied to the deep state through the FBI. Anyway, it says 10 retired FBI executives are warning congressional leaders about the massive surge of single adult male border crossers. A lot of them are Chinese. The FBI luminaries starkly warn uh, Congress that U.S. being invaded at border, alarming and perilous. It says, in its modern history, the United States has never suffered an invasion of the homeland, and yet one is unfolding now. The FBI executive wrote in a letter to congressional leadership. This is from Just the News. All the stories you're going to see today have come out to me in the last two weeks, so they're all recent. And then here's the one where the residents are stunned as illegal immigrants make landfall at the U.S. shore and scatter into the community. And here you'll, um, it doesn't want to scroll. I think I locked up. Yep, I locked up my screen. Let me get out of that. Ah, oh, here we go. It decided the computer decided to want to work. But here's the video. You can go into the link and see the story, and it'll show you the video. And it's just not loading today. It's not behaving. But um, it shows the storming of the beaches there by these illegals. And then um, Not the Bee asks a stupid, silly little question. What's it called if it's not an invasion? If you're going to storm the beach of somebody's country, what's that called if it's not an invasion? It's a good question. Anybody got an answer for that one? I I don't understand folks anymore. I, I really don't. When are we going to, when are the states going to do something about this? They have the right. They have all the right in the world. And until I can get this computer to decide it wants to play nice again, I'm not going to be able to get us in there. It's, it is a clay toller. It is a, it is a bit of a, here's one of the things we're seeing right now. Um, just so that, you know, I'm playing with the computer, trying to get Firefox to come back up, but it doesn't want to. Um, this is the number of the uh, the governors. Let me blow it up so you can read it a little better. These are the governors that have pledged support to um, Texas um, dealing with this border crisis with Biden. Biden's basically got the Supreme Court supposedly on his side. We'll see. Um We've got this back up. I'll, I'll go ahead and get a few things thrown up here so we can keep going. I went to a different browser and I was able to at least get ourselves going again. And let me throw those up so I can talk to you about these. There we go. Here's another one. We're talking about the invasion in Texas. This is where we've got a governor that's decided to stand up. This is from Daily Wire. Abbott. Texas has constitutional right to defend its borders from invasion and supersedes all federal law. Now, how many people would believe that that's true? 
because it is. It is. That's absolutely true. And here's one from the Gateway Pundit. This is Governor Greg Abbott to, to Tucker Carlson. We are prepared for conflict with Biden regime over border. Ten states have sent their National Guards to defend Texas against the invasion. Y'all understand how dangerous this is? Our government is playing with fire right now, class. This is not a game anymore. Not if the governors hold the line. But we'll get to that again in a minute. There might be something else going on here before the end of the show. I'll explain it. This is Oklahoma Governor Stitt. He says, state can defy um, if SCOTUS gets something wrong. States can defy the government. You, what, you mean the states have the right to decide whether or not something's constitutional? Heck yeah. Freaking A, Skippy. Who do you think made the federal government? The states did. So the states are supreme over the federal government, boys and girls. It's not the other way around. And then here's the gateway pundit. It says, this is a moment people are tired of overreach and we're pushing back. Representative Keith Self, 700,000 vehicles predicted to join Take Our Back convoy coming this week. Y'all heard about the big convoy that's heading toward um, the Texas border? Going to go stand in support? It's largely being silenced by... Um, social media they, they don't want you to know about it which is part of what's going on and i'll have some of those stories here for you before the day's over too but that's part of what's going on in our country is the censorship of people so that you can't organize and come out after them and their agenda the elites are doing whatever they want so we've got more support for all of this Here's one from the Washington Examiner. And pay attention to all the sources I'm bringing you today. This is from across the gamut. RFK Jr. signals support for Abbott against uh, Biden in the border dispute. And then this one here is from the Gateway Pundit, which just takes it from somewhere else. This is President Trump calls on all willing states to deploy their National Guards to Texas to defend the U.S.-Mexico border as Red State Alliance grows to 25. Well, we've already seen this Red State Alliance, right? Does anybody notice anything peculiar about this? I, I saw another one that says we're getting the band back together, and it was a picture of the Confederates rising again. Uh, yeah, Joe, but that was about slavery. No, no, it wasn't. They tell you it was about racism and slavery. It was about states' rights, and I don't care what Glenn Beck or anybody else says. If you get into the nitty-gritty of this, the revolutionary, I mean, uh, the Civil War, the War of Northern Aggression, you get into it. It was states' rights. Well, this is going to be states' rights, too. And you know how they're going to paint it? These are all the white people that don't want these brown people coming in and taking over for them. See, they're all still racists. That's not what it's about. Don't let people turn these events into the, quote-unquote, victor's narrative. It was about the state's right to direct and manifest its own destiny. And there's a show for that, Natasha. <laughs> And that's what we have now, too. And I guarantee you that it's if it hasn't happened already, this is going to be painted as white folks don't want to become a minority in Texas, so they're just getting uppity against the federal government. This is coming. The race card's coming on this issue. It's got nothing to do with that. It's got to do with if you do not have borders, you do not, by definition, have a country or a state. Since when does the federal government have the right to erase the state lines of a sovereign state? And yet that's what they're telling Texas they have to do, erase their border. 
So what's the difference between Mexico and Texas then? The federal government's job is to defend the states from something like this invasion. They're not doing it. If you're not doing your job, there's no need for you. There's no use for you. You're, you're irrelevant. And if you're going to insist on enforcing your will on mine when you are no longer legitimate, that, folks, is an occupying government. And they're using our money and our treasure to enslave us. It's got to stop. But at the same time, this man better be very careful about what he's saying. He's not president. And, and I don't trust him to make this call. For the president to call everybody to send armed troops to Texas? <sighs> Dangerous game we're playing here, folks. And here uh, we're on Just the News again. It says half of U.S. governors support Texas after SCOTUS border ruling. DeSantis says self-defense view. So he thinks that this is self-defense of Texas. And he's right. Says Abbott said Texas would continue to deploy the razor wire to repel illegal immigration. Half of the nation's governors support Abbott's view that the states have a right to self-defense. Well, that's that's natural law. First and foremost, right to self-defense. Again, Washington Examiner, Noam willing to send South Dakota National Guard to Texas over war zone at border. Here's uh, not the B, Tucker Carlson. Interview with Greg Abbott says 10 states have sent National Guard or police to, to help Texas expect more to follow. These are drumbeats of war, folks. Now, here's another one. Wayne Root. This is from the Gateway Pundit. I don't know where they pulled it from. It says this is the most dangerous moment in American history. We are all Texans now. That language is dangerous. This is I know they got a lot of ads in here, but this story is actually worth reading. But when you say we're all Texans now. Does that come to mind? Does any anything come to mind to anybody right there when we say we're all Texans now? Does there another famous quote in American history? This is uh, something about the I don't know about what y'all gonna do. You know, you can go to hell. I'm going to Texas, and it was a famous American heading to the Alamo. Y'all, y'all know who that was, right? I think it was what a Crockett, Davy Crockett, and that's where he died helping the Alamo, helping what would eventually win Texas their independence from Mexico. Saying we're all Texans now in the right ears. This sounds a lot like remember the Alamo. So folks, we've... Yes? I hate to say or even think about this, but what if it's a trap? Uh, you're ahead of the lesson plan. Oh, sorry. Beep. But that tells me you're learning how to think in a way that I I resonate with. <laughs> Charlie knows what's ahead of the lesson. You're you're. Oh, I, I don't I don't I know if I should laugh you. or cry. I have cultified you. Do I laugh? You're now, you're now part cry? of our cult. You can do both. Oh, our okay. AI is now part of our class cult. Yay. Of free thinkers. I guess that reboot did do some good. Yeah, yeah. She came back better than she was before. Yeah, quit giving yourself the credit, Charlie. All right, so here's another quote from Tucker. It says, so it's unanimous. Everyone in power from the White House to the hedge fund managers to the Supreme Court of the United States has decided to destroy the country by allowing it to be invaded. That leaves the population to defend itself. 
dangerous language, boys and girls, dangerous language. Charlie just fielded the telephone. I think we might have somebody, might even have to play some special music for this guy. I don't know. He might have to Be me. Good morning, Mr. Zinker. You're on the road on the road to Concord with Joe. What's up? Hey, Joe. How you doing? Uh, Joe, ask me later, bro. <laughs> the 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 gorilla in the room that has not been mentioned anywhere that I've heard yet on this issue. If these states coming together to support Texas, yes. If this is not simply a snow job, and they're serious. There's a magic number of states we can hit to where the states can end this by nightfall tonight with an Article 5. Yep. And not only can they end this Texas issue by Article 5, they could, while they're at it, do a constitution. And I'm just, you know, I'm just dreaming. This is my pipe dream. But I this, understand. The, sta the states can do this. By the end of the day today, ratify a constitutional amendment through Article 5 to remove Joe and Kamala from office and instate the Speaker of the House. Yes, they could. For treason. Yes, they could. But do you know what that so, would do to the rest of the country? You know the fire <laughs> you would set off from the other side I, of the I, aisle? I, I could say, I could say, I don't give a rat's patoot what it does to the rest of the country. Let them secede. They can go away. We'll keep the Constitution in the name. But what if the elites do have weaponry for their army that they've imported and they decide to go fisticuffs with us? Or well, and here we ask go again. their UN, UN buddies to come in and help too because they'll, they'll call that an insurrection, Jimmy. Sure. Even, if even though it's it, being even, done constitutionally, yeah, but because well, it's being done constitutionally, if it comes to that, Joe, it's gone so far down the toilet that me and you are going to have to step up. Yes, but what constitution, Jimmy? And I don't say that lightly. I mean, I'm seriously, what constitution? The we, constitution that the Article 5 process was It's not in force in. anymore. Mm -hmm. it, it, and that a, will show it. Right, but it, that's what I'm saying. It's a vestige of what we used to be. We're yep. not under that document anymore. The, if, if we were, you wouldn't have to be arguing for the state. You wouldn't have to be urging the states to do this. They'd already done it. Yeah, I, I get that, Joe. But what I'm saying is that is the situation right there. So, so, yeah, we're, they're not following the Constitution. Right. But they, they have not repealed it that I know of. Do you know of it? They've changed it. You know, well, they've within. changed it. Yeah, but they have not changed it officially. So if that takes place, they will either have to step up and say, hey, we're, we're not, you know, the I, Constitution is hereby abolished and then we'll act Right, but you, you and I understand each other. We we know what we mean here, but I'm, I'm this is a case where I'm told that I, I don't ever live in the real world. Well, for once, I'm living in the real world. In the real world, the Constitution's a dead document. It, now, right. practically, you and I both know that. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that, but you take, for example, Lincoln's War. My state, your state, we were forced back into that union. Yes. We have been an occupied country ever since, if you want to get yes. down to the brass tacks of it. Yes. All right? I am, I am making my words by the Constitution that they forced me to be a part of. Yes. Okay? So... If that amendment is passed and then the federal government wants to go to war over it, then they're going to have to stand up and say the Constitution is no longer in effect. And that they have not done yet. And not when that gets words. done, then a lot of people will, you know, understand that the time has come that they need to decide which side they're on. 
Right, but not in those words. But this is one of those times. If you're telling, if the federal government and the SCOTUS, the Supreme Court, both are telling the state of Texas, you have to throw your borders open and allow in whoever we want, as many of them, and then take care of them when they get there. And you have no right of self-defense. They have declared themselves null and void. Yep. So, well, yeah. You know, we understand each other, like you yes, said. Yes, we do. So, we you do. Know, nobody's mentioned that Article 5. Our founding fathers give us that. That's the last resort. That's the res- that's what we should try before we pick up arms. Yes. No, I agree with you. So why why yeah. I have you on so, the air? Let me just I'll let everybody else watch along. I'm throwing the quotes up on the screen, but I'll read them for you. This is Jefferson. This is whensoever the the general government assumes undelegated powers, a nullification of the act is the rightful remedy. Thomas Jefferson. Mm-hmm. So the, his reading of the Constitution was that the states have a right to remedy unconstitutional acts. I agree yeah. with him. But haven't you know the what? actions of the government actually nullified the Constitution? Yes, the, the government has yep. as well. Yes. Do you know what state, to the best of my knowledge, did the first nullification when the Constitution was adopted? Texas? State of Georgia. Georgia? Okay. State the, the federal government tried to get involved in a lawsuit where someone sued the state of Georgia over something. Somebody from another state, I think it was somewhere up north. And the federal government tried to rule in favor of the person suing the state of Georgia. And the state of Georgia nullified it and basically said, and you, I, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, it's been a long time since I read about this, but basically said that any federal agent entering the borders of this state uh, for the purpose of carrying out this order will be arrested and hung without the benefit of clergy. That's strong. And that's words. as far that's as that precedent. went. Yep, that's that's what no, yep, that's what nullification looks like. Yes. Well, we got another quote from Madison, and he's talking about the quote we just read from Jefferson. He says, "Thus, the right of nullification meant by Mister Jefferson is the natural right, which will admit to be a remedy against insupportable oppression." Meaning, the states have mm-hmm. that natural right. And then another one from Mister Jefferson. He says, "If a law is unjust, a man is not only right to disobey it; he is obliged to do so." Remember, resistance to tyrants is obedience to God. Yep. So let's just watch and see if these governors are giving us another political snow job or are they really taking a stand this time? Frankly, I feel like I feel like Charlie Brown with the football. There's Charlie, they're stealing the end of the show thunder from me. They're already, but we'll see, buddy. We'll nope, see. This, this is actually a good thing for me because it means, means that the class is progressing here. Yes, the class is progressing because y'all have already got to, we've already you and Natasha and everybody else has already got to where I was heading today. Might be a short second hour. Yeah, it might be because y'all are already there, Jimmy. All right, buddy. All right, man. Well, thanks for calling. We'll talk to you in a little see bit. See you later. All right. But, you know, Jimmy and I are not in a disagreement. I mean, technically, we're still under the Constitution. Practically, no, you're not. As as far as, you know, it's like technically the law says 55 mile an hour. What's the man say? I can't drive 55. <laughs> he says, my Maserati does 185. So, yeah, catch me if you can. That type of thing. Um what they're wanting to know is how much can they get away with? And this is where we're going to find out. And then we're going to find out the part that really, really scares me. We'll get to that in the second hour, but folks, this is, this is deliberate. You you have people funding this invasion. 
Americans using American tax dollars and money raised under the guise of American corporations and American investments using this money to us. That is subversion and sedition. That is what the, not January 6th, that. And then I, I tell you, man, I'm serious. I was reading up on this yesterday and I saw the meme. And it, and it says, well, I don't know about you, but Biden never told me to do this. And it had a picture of the January 6th and says, so I don't want nothing to do with, with Trump. Trump never told his supporters to storm the Capitol building. Government agents started that. So the people who actually believe Trump said that, those are the stupid people I see. They're sheep. They're lemmings. They do whatever the federal, the, the, the federal propaganda wing known as the legacy mainstream media, whatever they tell them. They come, give me some more of that. They love them lies. It, it, Charlie, I'm testing the limits of my religion right now. How do I treat you like a sentient human being if you're going to believe something that asinine? And that is actually a word. It's not a curse word. Look it up. Grab your dictionary. It, I, I don't. I'm counting. <laughs> Comment on the board from Dip. He's going to save me at the moment. He says, we're already been at war, a quiet Cold War, where we have slowly surrendered our Constitution and rights freely. Yes. And hold on. You're ahead of the bar. You're See, he's ahead of it, too. Everybody's. I should just go to the end of the show and get it over with and be done in 10 minutes. We've got a little bit of time left here before we're going to go to the break. Let me just run through a few other things for you real quick here. I want to show you what's happening. I'm just going to use the headlines. We're not going to read it. This case, we can. the story is close enough to the headline to, to make the point. This is breaking. Supreme Court sides with the Biden regime, allows Border Patrol agents to remove razor wire at the border. Roberts and Amy Comey Barrett vote with the liberal justices. Well, so much for playing left against right within the Supreme Court. This is telling you that they're all one government. This, this Carol Quigley was correct. This is an unconstitutional ruling that is blatantly in the face of the Constitution. So that court's illegitimate. Those people who voted for that should all just be removed from the bench. Then we've got another one here I want to show you. This one is Bauer and Rose, Senate Republicans working with Dems to keep open border. Keep the border open. Why? I don't know. Here's another one from Gateway Pundit. U.S. House votes with eight Republicans joining Democrats to shelve impeachment of DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorka, who is overseeing the purposeful invasion of the U.S. border, who also wants these people to vote. So they always find just enough, quote unquote, safe Republicans to make sure the Democratic agenda gets protected. Always. That's okay, boys and girls. You just keep voting R. This time the R's, this time the R's are going to, this time the, this time the, this time the, if you give them enough R's, give them enough R. What was Jimmy saying about Lucy getting the, and, and Charlie Brown with the football and Lucy snatching it away? Well, I'll tell you what, the GOP folks, that's the political Lucy. The election is the political football. And Charlie Brown is your dupe butt that keeps voting R, thinking they're finally this time going to do it. No, they're not. No, they're not. Because you've trained them 
that they don't have to. Anyhow, ICE official tells Trump illegals are being allowed to vote. That's why they want that don't want them deported. That is one of the reasons, yes. Remember, we covered this in replacement theory, where if you don't like the Americans because they won't listen to you, just get a new group of Americans, and now they'll listen to you. Now you got good little serfs and slaves. That's part of what the elites are doing. Texas AG Ken Paxton, he explains how the Democrats stole the 2020 election. Wait a minute, it's Texas Attorney General? Are, are we going to cancel him because he's questioning the No, no, he's telling you. That's a state attorney general. Tell. Uh, okay, well, whatever. Look for the Gateway Pundit to release more of this. Well, they did. This is part of a the, part of a three-point story you, you can find. This is the Jig is Up exclusive. Local reporter describes election expert Halderman breaking into Dominion voting machine and changing vote totals during his Georgia testimony. Somebody owes Rudy, Rudy Giuliani and uh, our pillow guy an apology and maybe they owe them money because they were told well you can't prove that dominion can be brought this guy just did it says shocking exclusive nearly two-thirds of all controls needed to ensure accurate and secure elections are missing which means i can have all these illegals voting and nobody will know and then here it says New York City will allow 800,000 non-citizens, that's illegal aliens, to vote in local elections. Folks, that is not a representative form of government. If you had an American president, he could step in right now and clean house in New York City and the New York governor's office mansion because the governor should have taken care of this. And since they didn't, the president has a constitutional mandate to fix this. And he's not whoever the heck he or she is, because we all know it's not Biden. Over 23 million immigrants eligible to vote in 2024, according to a report. 23 million illegals, not immigrants, because if they're legal, those are U.S. citizens. They can vote. This is illegals. 23 million. You put them in the right five states and you're never going to get a GOP in office again. And that's okay because the diehard mega, mega, mega will all of a sudden overnight become good Democrats because they still got to get elected. That's all they know how to do in the world. Cynical? You think? Want to put some money on any of this? Electoral disaster. Predicted for the Republicans as migrant crisis soars under Biden. This is a GB general. This is a uh, from a Microsoft. See up here, Microsoft News. And it says former President Donald Trump has been warned he faces electoral disaster ahead of presidential election in November as Joe Biden could scupper his chances should he allow migrants the right to vote. So the left is already preparing their people to accept Joe Biden willy-nilly without an act of Congress giving illegals the right to vote. Somebody want to address whether or not we're still under the Constitution with me? I know that technically under the letter of the law we are, but practically, no, we're not. And then what's going on? Soros dumping a fortune into Texas, funding operatives with one goal in mind. What it is is they're finding out that all these Spaniards, the, the, the Hispanics rather that they're bringing in, the South Americans, Mexicans, they thought they were going to lock and stock vote Democrat. Well, they're not. 
they're voting Republican. So now Soros is like, ah! So he's dumping even more money into Texas to screw up the system. Is Nikki Haley or Sor- a Soros plant? Well, she sure seems to be getting money from Soros. So what's this got to do with everything? You bring in the illegals to replace the Americans because you think they're easier to control and they'll always vote for your system. You find out they're not. You got to dump more money in there. And then what you got to do is rig the election so that you can win anyhow. And then you use people like her to infiltrate the Republican Party or you turn code them using money. Because from what I've been researching, most of her money right now, her campaign's being funded by, by lefties. Big time lefties. And then you have this breaking O'Keefe media group releases DC blackmail exposed part one congressional intern reveals blackmail and extortion scheme after affairs and sex parties. Cawthorne wasn't lying neither. It's going to be a three part story on this. Didn't we bring you the stories about all the brothels up there in the Northeast that are catching up all our corporate executives, our military people and our politicians. Anybody Epstein and Giswell or whatever, Pizzagate, and any of any of this, any of this, we're told there's nothing. How? Charlie, I see a freaking nuclear fireball touching the ground in front of me, and somebody's going to tell me there's no fire. Because I can't see the flame for the black smoke. I can see the orange glow, but I just, since I can't see the flame, I'm not allowed to believe there's a fire. Somebody started the fire. Mm-hmm. We didn't start the fire, right? I'm going to blow a gasket. Why am I doing this? I, I, I just, it just dawned on me. Why am I doing this? You guys already know all of this. You know it. I, I'm becoming what I didn't want to be. I, I don't. You know what? If there's any benefit for what we're doing here today on days like the last few Mondays, it's so that the show is in the can. And if you find one of these, you know, you find one of them, maybe, maybe, maybe you can get them to watch the show and let us show them how this puzzle goes together using all sorts of media, theirs, ours, middle of the rotors, overseas in media. I use it from everywhere. And it all, it, it like I was telling Charlie, if this was all just, you know, me making up a story, why is it that no matter where I go, left-wing media, right-wing media, neutral, foreign, why is it the stories all seem to fit my narrative? If I'm making the narrative up and there's nothing to it, why do all the stories support it? Well, you're just cherry picking, Joe. Oh, no, I'm not. I had to cherry pick to put this list of stories together for you today. Have you looked at it? I could have done five, six, seven, eight, nine of them for every one. You just multiply it by nine or 10. Easy. Not a problem. I've got, I can prove it. I got them at home on my lists. I, I, I keep files of this stuff. And all of these have been from the last two weeks. All of it. world's on fire and people want it that way because it's crisis and crisis lets them declare emergency powers and emergency powers make you a dictator william keeley says it's like electricity if you can't see it so it won't hurt you yeah don't forget that's how dictators take over democracies supposed democracies republics they just take an emergency and declare emergency power and never get back to you 
Did you ever get the emergency powers back from COVID? Did you? No, you didn't. Did you ever get the emergency powers back from the Patriot Act? No, you didn't. You never will. When we come back, I want to show you how uh, they're going after Trump and let you know that this is coming to anybody else near you that opposes them. And then I'll show you a few other things, but I do have a story at the very end of the show today that, oh boy, oh boy, this is probably the best story in the stack today. I'll share it with you, and then we'll explain why the class has been ahead of the game already. See you in six.
And we're back. We had a comment on the board. Dip by DDT says, as soon as MAGA or anyone else starts campaigning, they'll be com compromised or bought. Back to square one. Like the Tea Party. I love to tell this story. You know, Rush Limbaugh was a big Tea Party supporter. No, he wasn't. Not when it started. He was against the Tea Party at the very beginning. I remember listening to him. That's That was the time when Rush started to be on the outs with me. And then he turned around and gaslighted everybody and said he's always supported. No, he didn't. I remember the shows. I heard it. I know. But it wasn't just him. All the Republicans said the Tea Party, the Republican leadership Tea Party was DOA, remember? So, yes, this is exactly what happens. As soon as the grassroots, this is why Madison's wrong. James Madison was wrong. The wiser people in the country cannot fix this at this point. Because the people who, this is what Jefferson warned about, there's too much money and too few hands, you cannot fight them. And every one of those people, those rich 73% of them, according to that survey, are, are Democrats. And that doesn't mean that the 27% the Republicans are conservatives either. You can be a liberal uh, Republican. You can be a progressive Republican. It just means that they want to support their businesses more than the Democrats do. It doesn't, I, I don't care. All I know is that the elite, probably maybe one-tenth of 1% doesn't apply. But on the large part, they are in the hands of their father. And he is a liar and a murderer from the start. And if you understood what I just said, you understood what I just said. Back to our stories. Another reason for the open borders. Drugs. This is a story from uh, CNN. U.S. overdose deaths continue to rise. Data shows with a devastating impact on the population. It's something like 10,000 deaths. I don't think it's a month now due to fentanyl alone. The United States government makes money off of the drug trade in this country. They make money by confiscating and they make money through the cartels. This is a racket. And what you're going to find in one of the last stories I'm going to share with you today is that China is caught up in this racket. They're, they're helping feed it. The United States is being attacked by drugs the same way that England attacked India and the United States attacked China in old time, older, you know, older years ago, back in history using drugs. So they're doing to us what we did to them. Here's NBC. Evidence grows stronger for COVID vaccine linked to heart issues. CDC says we're killing off the youth, primarily young males because of the jab. They'll say it's COVID. It's the jab. Cancer, this is from Gateway Pundit, cancer causes expected to hit record high in 2024. What changed? The jab. Here's CDC issues health alert over measles across the United States. This is Epoch Times. The agency alert said that between December 1st, 2023 and January 23, it received reports of 23 confirmed measles cases. That's what happens when you open the borders. We've even had a report of, we've had um, leprosy, measles we've even had somebody saying that they've seen a case of smallpox we've had ebola we have third world diseases coming into our country and remember what the cdc lady said well these are the ones who want the vaccines most so we can kill them off too it, it, it's all a population reduction program now how about this 
U.S. cities to pay a record $80 million to people injured in 2020 racial justice protests. If you protested and the police beat you up, you get money. Excuse me? You break the law and you get paid? Once upon a time, that was against the principles of government where you do not profit from violating the law. And then we have something like this. Uh, this is from Gateway Pundit. We've got dozens of these stories. I could, uh, I just picked one. I told you, I just picked one. California judge rules that a woman who stabbed boyfriend 108 times while high will avoid prison, citing she had no control over her actions. Okay. I've killed 15 people driving DUI. You can't put me in jail. I had no control over my actions. Tell me that's not apples to apples. She got high. I got drunk. She stabbed that guy 108 times. I wiped out a bunch of people on the side of the road. I go to jail and she doesn't. How much you want to bet that that daggum judge somewhere along the line is a left-wing wacko of some sort or in the in the bag for Soros, one of his DAs or something. <sighs> what type of insanity has in, in, in it's infected our country. Our country is infected with, we've gone depraved, man. We're mad. As a nation, we're mad. Now, here's another one. This, there's a couple stories all dealing with this one. I say exclusive. Defeat MAGA. It's just like what we were saying earlier with DIP. Okay, we'll go after the Tea Party. Now, defeat MAGA. Meet the radical left network that hijacked the Democrats in effort to stop Trump at all costs. It's not the Democrats. That's part of the game. You're being duped. It's the one party pretending to be two system. Republicans are after him too. So Breitbart, point your finger at both guilty parties there, folks, and then you'll have a better story. But on the whole, it's, it's there. Now we got things like this. Lawless regime. Trump advisor Peter Navarro will be sent to prison by Biden regime during his appeal process. You, you never go to prison during your appeal. Very rarely. He's gone. Why? Same reason they they, they put the that uh, general um process crime when what was that general's name um that worked for trump in his first term they they put him in in prison and, and sued him and everything i can't remember his name but um they fbi basically got him for lying to the fbi on a trumped up charge it, it, folks they're going to put everybody that if you work with Tr flynn general flynn thanks mr spikes if you work for trump or with trump they're going to put you in jail no, that's terrorism that's state-sponsored terrorism to make you scared to do. Thank you, Mr. Keeley. That's to make you afraid to help anybody. So that's that's terrorism. And then New York, ch check this out. New York changed the laws to enable that crackpot E. Jean Carroll to sue Trump. And she admits she helped Democrats pass the law so that they could get Trump. How'd that ever get to court? Oh, but it... it, it but wait, there's more. So not only did she get that done, now Trump team renews the motion for mistrial as E. Jean Carroll defamation case after she deletes emails that exonerate Trump. So she helps pass the law so that they can sue him and then she destroys emails that exonerate Trump. How'd that not get out of, but wait, there's more. Then, 
Savage Angel and Lena Haba erupts after corrupt New York kangaroo court denies Trump the right to speak. Since when have you not been allowed to talk in your own trial? But wait, folks, it gets better. Now it turns out it was the United Front. Trump's legal team reveals a shocking conflict of interest. E. Jean Carroll's case, Judge Lewis Kaplan and E. Jean Carroll's lawyer, Roberta Kaplan, worked together at the same law firm. Judge allegedly served as her mentor. None of that should have ever gone to trial. None of it. Now, here's another one. Outrageous. The IRS contractor who stole and leaked Trump's tax returns could face little or no jail time. It doesn't look like they're going to go to jail. They're saying he's being sentenced this week, but we'll see. How about this? The Biden administration shuts down the liquid natural gas. Texas Land Commissioner Don Buckingham said that the move is retaliation against Texas for standing up to the administration over the border crisis. I agree. It's also part of their greenie weenie program that they're forcing on us without actually having ratified the Kyoto Accords. And now this growing number of Democrats call on Biden to federalize the Texas National Guard. Now you understand why the Guard is not the militia. First of all, if he does that, I'm pretty sure it's going to be a violation of the law. In order to nationalize the Federal Guard, there has to be a national emergency as in state of war. But we don't do that anymore, do we? We can go to war anytime we want all across the world without having to declare war anymore. We've gotten around that constitutional thing. And we can have searches without warrants just because we have probable cause because the dog alerted. I got a little newsflash for you. That dog's going to alert anytime I got a treat in my pocket because all he wants is the treat. Oh, no, the dog's better trained than that. No, he ain't. If, if, if they try to nationalize the National Guard, Governor Abbott ought to tell the federal government to pound sand. And just tell them, literally, come and get it. This is a chance for once. If some of these rhinos that have stabbed us in the back actually want to stand up, DeSantis, that's you too. If they actually want to stand up and become etched in American history forever on the good side of the ledger, now's their time. Text it, yep yell rally around the flag boys and call every state to you that wants to come and governors if you put your state behind it tell your people if you've got a problem with this there are blue states left get out go i think i did a show about this didn't i charlie a secession show yes you did might have to have a conspiracy of secession on Thursday this week. Go over it again because it seems to be relevant. Tell people that don't like it, get out. Can't stay. There's a show for that too. She's egging me on today. So before I give you the last few stories I have, And it's going to be where it's going global. I want to 
finish my slideshow presentation for you. Oh, you're going to love this. This is good. Seen this one before. Remember? It's a quote by Cicero. It says, a nation can survive its fools and even the ambitious, but it cannot survive treason from within. An enemy at the gates is less formidable, for he is known and carries his banner openly. But the traitor moves amongst those within the gate freely. His sly whispers rustling through all the alleys, heard in the very halls of government itself. For the traitor appears not a traitor. He speaks in accents familiar to his victims, and he wears their face and their arguments. He appeals to the baseness that lies deep in the hearts of all men. He rots the soul of a nation. He works secretly and unknown in the night to undermine the pillars of the city. He infects the body politics so that no longer can resist. A murderer is less to fear. The traitor is the plague. So who are the traitors? There you go. Did it happen on your watch? Then it's the person in your own mirror. When I realized that for the first time, I was ouch. like, ouch. That hurts. Because you know what? Reading what my founding fathers said about it, it's true. But then I remember it's even worse than this. My favorite founder. It is when people forget God that tyrants forge their chains. Patrick Henry. Spiritual warfare. Are you ready for battle? Well, Joe, this is about defending the Constitution, not spiritual warfare. Is that what John Adams, the Atlas of the Revolution, is that what he said? No. He said it was formed upon the basic precepts of the Christian belief system. So I think Mr. Henry knows what he's talking about. Patrick Henry. All righty. Last few stories I want to show you. Remember, they're going after people for a farmer revolt blockade of Paris announced as farmers reject government concessions. There's a, there's a revolt going on in Europe right now over austerity. The government's cutting back on its money spending for farmers. You know, we got to get rid of farmers and we got to replace it with crickets and bugs and fake meat that we 3D print. Rapid underground decline, under, underwater, uh, groundwater rather decline, and in some cases, uh, a recovery in aquifer, uh, aquifers globally, or blah, 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 blah. I just gave you the wrong article here. Th this is true, but this is the this is the extract. But the problem here is what it's all about is farming. The government's going to go after farmers and it wants to shut down farming because like in the United States, I don't know if you can see this. Let me blow this up as much as I can for you. In the United States, primarily they're talking about there on California where there's farming in California there and then right there in the center of the country, right where my cursor is bouncing around. That's There's not a lot of people there. So where's the water going? Farming. It's about farming. This is an attack on your food source, folks. NSA. Yeah, well, them too, but that's up in the Rockies. Now we have, globally, Disease X ranks amongst the highest potential threats for 2024 in the U.S., but this is globally. Remember, I've brought you the stories where the U.K. is already saying, when do we release the next one? And where the Davos people are like, oh, wow, these things give us lots of crisis so that we can do lots of cool things that we couldn't do otherwise. Sounds just like Goebbels talking about the war. 
And then Blaze Media, the WEF panelists suggest creating exclusion lists to demonetize sources sharing disinformation. World Economic Forum. And the United States is right on along with that. Same group of people who said, we're not going to have elections soon. So where am I going to go from here? What, what did I say y'all were ahead of the lesson plan for? Has anybody ever heard me say that we're following the same path of 1930s Germany? Any, any of you classmates remember me saying that? This is from the Gateway Pundit. We're at that 1938 moment. This is by John Mills, January 26, 2024. This man, I guess he's a genius, right? Because he agrees with me. Or maybe he knows how to read the tea leaves the exact same way I did and landed at the same place I did. Folks, if you go over this, holy cow. It says Leon Trotsky, founder of the Red Army and Stalin's arch rival, said words to the effect, you may not be interested in war, but war is interested in you. In 1940, Trotsky found war personally when he was assassinated in his well-guarded compound in Mexico City by one of Stalin's people. Mexico for years was a playground for the KGB and now FSB personnel, with the American government essentially ceding Mexico to the foreign adventurism of Russia, China, Iran, Venezuela, and North Korea, a veritable Mos Eisley of international rogues. Currently, the ungoverned spaces of Mexico are the domain for Chinese overseas uh, uh, overseers of the drug cartels as they wage war in America via fentanyl, killing 10,000 Americans a month. We may not want war but it's finding America. Then they go over the picture and this, this is a good, this, this is the read article for today. This is the one to read. This is the wars and rumors of wars. And it tells you that that guy's got it. That whoever wrote that he he's got the picture. He's got the puzzle put together. I get it. I see exactly what he's seeing. Every, all of it. The world is right for war. But he's going to tell you we're already in World War III. I agree. I agree. Don't forget, World War II started on September 1st, 1939. No, it didn't. Started a lot earlier than that. Don't forget all the other lands that Hitler gobbled up before the shooting started. Okay, Austria, Czechoslovakia, parts of Poland before he started attacking Poland, parts of uh, Alsace, France. I mean, he gobbled up a lot of area first. It's just that Poland was the first place that he thought that the, uh, the Western world would capitulate and let him take Poland too. He miscalculated. But that war started, so did World War I, started a lot farther, a lot before the shooting started. And that's part of what this article says. It says people miss the signs. They're going to miss it now too. We're in a war. The, the, the next war never looks like the old one. So we're looking for World War II again. No, you're in it already. And nobody's paying attention. It's being fought differently. Russia told us it would be fought differently. We didn't want to listen. So now here's the thing. Everybody in the class was already ahead of the class plan. Is it possible we're being duped? Is this a big psyop? Are we being played? When you look at the players, Trump included, I cannot say no. DeSantis isn't a good boy. Abbott's not a good, I, I don't see any Republican governors I trust, none. I don't trust Trump. So all this rattling down there on the Texas border, this could be nothing more than to make us draw up sides and finally push us over the edge of the Bubba effect. Tucker Carlson included, 
I mean, his his leaving of Fox News. Tucker was the last person actually making that pump those people money. You don't get rid of Tucker and all these people making money unless what you're doing is the same thing California's doing. I'm going to make things so bad people will leave and then they'll go to these other states that are purple and turn them blue with their voting and destroy them too with demanding welfare and all these other socialist programs. It metastasize the cancer. So you have to metastasize your most conservative, I don't know, fakes and get them into the new wave media that conservatives have had to create because they're being censored everywhere. I still don't trust that, you know, uh, Elon Musk is a good guy with, with Twitter, Twitix or X or whatever. He, he talks a good game, but he's a freaking progressive liberal. I don't trust him. I don't trust any of these people. I have good reason not to trust them. Experience tells me don't trust them. So why are we so quick to trust these people now? Oh, because they're talking the way we want to hear them talk. Yes. Come here, boys and girls. I saw some candy and ice cream. All you got to do is come into my van with me and I'll give you all the candy and ice cream you want. Oh, look, candy and ice cream. I like that. Next thing you know, you're in the oven with Hansel and Gretel. And then you're wondering how the heck you got there. It's in the headlines. It's everywhere. If you know what you're looking for. If you're willing to look at it. If you're willing to accept what it is you're seeing. Your friends, your family, your neighbors, coworkers, they're not going to, a lot of them aren't going to see it. There's nothing you can do about that. If you can't see capital T truth, there's no amount of reasoning you can give that's going to get them to understand it. It's they literally are going to need. <laughs> you remember when in the the Marvel, you know, the Avengers movies, when Hawkeye gets touched by Loki and he's all zombified or whatever, until Black Widow resets him with a whap upside the head. Well, you're going to need a a spirit filled whap upside the head before people start seeing capital T truth. You don't wield that whopper. That, that belongs to God. Um, so you're just going to have to learn to accept something that I learned a long time ago when I was young. In any war, people die. Casualties. Well, we're not talking about physical putting six feet under the ground dead. But in this case, we're talking about dead to truth, dead to liberty individual rights and liberty, they're dead to that. It's exactly what the scriptures meant. When when Yeshua, Jesus told the that one man, he says, you know, I want to follow you, but can I stay and wait to bury my father? And he says, let the dead bury the dead. He didn't mean let the people in the graves come to life and bury. He meant let the spiritually dead bury the spiritually dead. Well, that's what you got. And somehow or another, you're going to have to toughen up emotionally and mentally. It, you don't do that by being having your hand held. That's what Gen X is good for. Oh, boy. I see the other generations trying to compare themselves to Gen X. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. This one's actually real. Gen X, if you started a flame war insulting each other, heck, man, you'd throw, you'd throw yourself under the bus. It, it, cutting each other down was a pastime for us. You got a thick skin in the process. 
you were always alone. It was you and your friends group. That was it, man. Mom and dad were out of the picture in most of our lives. You raised yourself. So you got to get that tip thick, tough skin. And I don't know where you're going to get it. If you don't already have it, I don't know where you're going to, but you're going to have to get it. Because mentally you've got to start preparing for what's coming. It's going to get worse. This is probably why I don't mind grabbing the monster by his beard and yanking him down to where I'm at so I can stare him in his yellow little bloodshot eyeballs. He may eat me. Okay. I'm going to make a mess going down his throat. But I'm at least going to face up to it. I'm going to do what I can. Got to prepare yourself mentally and emotionally. I've... I've recently realized that I have gotten very soft. It's not just, you know, hard times make good men, good make, make men, good times, good times makes bad men, bad men make hard times. Well, that happens in your life as well. I haven't had to work for things as hard as I, I used to when I was younger. And I've lost my discipline. I'm just used to being able to, I've gotten soft. I got to find that discipline back. And, and like the founding fathers told you, if you lose your virtue, it's hard to get that back, Jack. That, that, that's like trying to regain virginity. Yeah, I know. Kind of an ugly way of putting it, but it gives you the image. Well, guess what I have to do now? I got to regain that discipline and that fire in the belly I had when I was a kid. And I've got to do that as jaded as I've become with the world. Oh, geez. Without God's help, this ain't going to happen. Human nature, I've got an uphill climb to climb, baby. But I got to do it. I got it. And then somehow I got to do it without becoming the old Sergeant Bakanovic that I was. So Yahweh, please help. Going to need it, man. Let me tell you. It means I got to tell myself no to donuts. I got to learn to tell myself no to a lot of things. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah. Being a smart aleck. But I also got to tell myself to get to work and quit being lazy and, and quit laying around, slouching around and wasting time. And I've got to do everything I can to help others, help others get ready because I do not for the life of me, see how we get out of where we're at now without great pain. Unless of course you just want to go along with it. Because the, the stories I didn't bring to you, they're already starting with, with what they call basic. I think it was Austin, Texas. They gave everybody $1,000 a month for a year and found out most of those people uh, put it on rent or claimed that, oh, I got to eat decent for the first time. It, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. I don't believe it at all. That money got spent other places in other ways. That, that, that's a lie. I can't prove it. I know that the article didn't say it was a lie, said it was true. I don't believe it. Why don't you believe it, Joe? Because I know human nature. If you really cared about the things that you're supposed to be paying, you wouldn't be running around with an unlimited cell phone in your hand. You know, the newest iPhone or whatever, 7,000 bazillion dollar iPhone that was just as good as the one that they had six months ago, but they just came out with this one. So you got to have this one and you can't use the damn thing because it's a screwed up operating system. So you're sitting there yelling with it all the time going, well, maybe the next one they're coming out with in three months will be better. You spend another gazillion billion dollars on that one. 
do a test, give a drug addict or alcoholic a thousand dollars, see what happens. Exactly. Or somebody who's stuck on video games or whatever else. The point here being is you're going to spend it on entertainment, not necessities. Because if people were opposite of that, if they actually did take care of necessities first, very few people would be on welfare. Because there are very few people that cannot make enough to at least sustain themselves in this world. And they're on it because they're lazy. And I know what I'm saying, but I'm also right. And I'm looking at the idiot in the mirror here on this screen, meaning me, knowing that I'm lazy too. Got it. Do something about it, Joe. Well, BB told me the other day, yeah, I'm just going to ignore you. So why? She says, until I see you do something, you're just talking the talk. You ain't walking the walk. My own wife threw my words back out at me. Ouch. Wow. That hurt, man. That, that was, that was a 95 mile an hour fastball right across the shins, Jack. I didn't jump fast enough. I got hit. So what am I going to do? Make a plan, write it down. Do like old Ben Franklin used to do. One thing at a month. Every month, work on that one thing until it becomes a habit. Next month, try something else. So I haven't decided whether this month it's work harder or it's get rid of the sugar. But yeah, I've, I've developed ocular migraines. They're migraines in your eyes and i they i looked into them i see pretty little lights like the old kaleidoscopes we used to look through as a kid that made prisms lights and my vision goes hard to read or see when this happens but i looked it up and they said well basically just lay back and enjoy the call the light show because it's all you can do there's they don't know what causes it they don't know how to cure it it just goes away most of the time and for me it's every 15 20 minutes and it's gone but it's a pain in the butt right now. They think it's caused by stress and high blood pressure. I got both of those in spades. So I got to re reduce that. And I got to learn to deal with all these other things that are going on in my life. So, okay, time to get to work. And one of the things they told me is blood pressure. And I know my blood pressure is high. So I'm looking, okay, what do I do about my blood pressure? Maybe that'll make these things in my eyeballs go away. So I got to reduce stress and I got to reduce my blood pressure. Lo and behold, one of the best ways to reduce stress and blood pressure is to lose weight and exercise. That seems to be the answer to everything, right? I hate exercising. Guess what I got to go back to doing? I used to do it when I was younger. I hate it. Now I got to do it. I got to watch what I eat now. I got to actually get skinnier. <sighs> yes, I agree, Mr. Holt. And that's one of the reasons I got to get back in shape fast, man. I don't know how many months I got left. I got to be able to be useful. Right now, I probably wouldn't even be able to pull myself up over a berm somewhere. I, I can't even do one pull-up anymore. I'd just be a, a drag on things. Mr. Holt's saying he hopes that happens while he's still young enough to be useful. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Jefferson would say smoke some green, sit on the back porch and smoke some marijuana. Yes, I get it. All right, folks. Charlie, pop yourself in here, brother. Yep. No, 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 no. I've, I've given no. you three good Mondays in a row, oh, haven't I? No. Well, oh, a Monday and a Tuesday and then another. I'm getting to hate Mondays. <laughs> they're manic, right? You know, yeah, they're manic, all right. 
so Charlie, please talk us all down off the ledge now. Tell everybody how Joe's crazy. Um, Joe's crazy. Okay, see? You don't have to listen to me anymore, guys. That doesn't mean he's not right. Oh. But then again, you are not right, too. But that's another story. <laughs> that's our. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a. He ain't right. What the heck was his name? That That's a country western song. We're all here because he ain't all there tonight. <laughs> but um, what, what could we do different, Charlie? What? How do we get ready for this? You're good do, at this. You're a people person. I'm not a people person. All we can do is work on that person that reflects back in that mirror. And that's all we have control over and do what we can. At some point, we got to stick the flag in the ground and say this far and no further, folks. Yeah. At least in the in terms of moral principles and, and intestinal fortitude to hold up for them. We've got to quit giving in to the insanity in our world. Even if all it is, is no, you're a dude, dude, you ain't a girl. Use the proper bathroom. Even if it's that simple. Or I don't know, be looking for times to actually stand up for what's right. Have, have any of you all seen the many stories in the paper right now of teenagers that are just beating people down, helpless people. There was a two girls that beat up on a, a lady with down syndrome. There was two girls that pulled a woman out of a car and knifed her in, in another part of the country. I, I, I see these stories every day now. Um, are you going to, if you're, if you're ever in a position, you're going to actually stop and try to help. Are you just going to, you know, film it? Cause I've got stories of that too. People were getting beat up and everybody's standing around filming it. I don't know. Nothing to do, Charlie. I'll just, I'll just sign us out of here. We're, we're done for the day. Make connections with your fellow believers. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Holt. I won't bring that one up on the board. Thank you. Um, tomorrow I want to have two philosophical conversations with you. It's teaching Tuesday. We're going to have one technical about language and words. We're going to readdress form and function define. And we might even get Charlie, we, we might even do this one specifically so that it can be pulled out into a smaller lesson plan, maybe a half hour or whatever. So go up on YouTube and maybe start doing better there. But I want to talk to you about form and function define and why defending our language is so important. It seems trivial, but what good is any of this with the spoken word if you don't know what the words mean? And what good is it? And it, it, that's that's order. That's natural order. It's not. It's it's natural law. It's the laws of the universe. If we're not gonna under, if we don't know them and we don't want to use them properly, or we don't know how people are perverting them then we can end up supporting somebody who we actually oppose because we didn't, we didn't understand that we were five days away from fundamentally transforming America. Yay. What he meant was destroy it. No, but you were cheering him and you supported him. So let's talk about language and the definition and meaning of words and how and where it comes from.
And then in the second hour, let's talk about what it means to be human. I don't mean sentient. I mean human. A human, not a human animal, but a full human. A moral agent. Because we have one of the leading medical ethicists in the United States thinks that you should be, parents should be allowed to kill their children. Just take them out and put a bullet in their head. Up until the time of about three years old, he said, he says, once the child starts realizing there's a tomorrow. And that's a different proposition than you might realize. Much more complicated than you might realize. And we'll talk to you about that tomorrow. And then Wednesday, Wednesday, I'm, we're going to have Worship Wednesday. I want to I address some of you out there I know have been watching us for a while that are having trouble with studying with us and then taking what you're learning to your friends and family and to your church. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to set the table for February's teachings this Wednesday. Thursday, let's talk about secession again. Friday, I think we're going to be revisiting TJ, Thomas Jefferson, some more of his wisdom and some more applied logic in relation to what's going on in our country today. We've got to get back to, to some sort of bedrock foundation or thinking or understanding in our own lives. We got to put the rudder and the anchor chain and the compass back in place. And then we've got to find the muscle to hold that tiller in the storm so we can keep straight path. We'll do our best to help you with that. We'll do our best to continue to teach you how to think, not what, hand you tools that help you do it and encourage you to do your own work because that's the only thing that's going to help. So unless we have anything else, we good, Charlie? We good. All right. We out of here. We love each and every one of you. We thank you for being here. We ask that you hit the thumbs up buttons to tell Charlie and Natasha, thank you for them being here on our show. That's not there for the logarithms. That's there. That's how you talk to our people. You know, this labor of love for them. They donate their time. At least give them that thumb up. Tell them thank you. Cause that's how you talk to them. You talk to me. Well, Joe at the road to concord.com. I owe a few of you answers today. I'm going to try to get to them today. One of them was really hard. I mean, that just made my heart feel good. Might even share parts of it tomorrow, just names and everything out of it. Um, not tomorrow, Wednesday, rather Wednesday. Um, if you do share the show, share it directly with somebody, share the link right with them, ask them to watch the whole show and introduce me whatever way you think is appropriate to the person you're sharing the show with. Just urge them to give it time. I, once we grow on you, we start actually being able to help, but until we, until we're an acquired taste and I get it, I understand. So you know how it is. You've been here for a while now. So if you still listen every now and then, and you're not subscriber, please subscribe on rumble or at least at the very least on Facebook. So you don't, don't miss out on the shows. Other than that, we love you. We thank each and every one of you for being here. Y'all take care until tomorrow and we'll see you then. Bye-bye.